Yeah, so g'day. 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 G'day is... No. My... No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most un-Australian thing I've ever said in my life. <laughs> no. No to the g'day. <laughs> I say good day in my everyday life. I do. Really? Yeah. Nah. So I'm like, oh hey, I'll be like, good day. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Maybe it's because I didn't grow up like out here. Like I grew up in the city where no one speaks Australian. Oh yeah. We pretend we're something else over there. Now that you're out here, do you prefer out here? Oh my god, fuck yeah! I can. I don't have to wear shoes. <laughs> I love that to the shops. <laughs> yeah, I remember being so disgusted by that the first time I saw it. And you're like, "What are people?" I was like, doing? "Guys, shoes." And now I'm like, "Do I have to? <laughs> How black are my feet?" <laughs> Not so much. Anyway, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Working Out Wellness, the podcast. I caught myself introducing that wrong two weeks ago. Instead of Working Out Wellness podcast, I called us the Working Out Well podcast. I mean, essentially, it's the same. Well is the, f- <laughs> <laughs> is the no. first part of well. Well is the base part of n- wellness. Like, I mean, it's Ness the is first nothing. <laughs> There's just working. W- welcome back to the Working Out Well podcast. And I was like, I listened back to it editing and going, I'm not editing that out. <laughs> no, that's just my dumb ass. You've just edited over. You've gone, well, nurse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no one's pulled me up for it. So if you go back, I'm not going to tell you which episode it is. Go back a couple episodes ago and listen to the intro and yeah, get up our place for us. <laughs> I mean, look, we're not doing too badly. We're we're, par- we're getting plays. That's we're getting the first plays step. and we're getting plays outside of our country. Yeah. Um, today we found out that we're being listened to in Norway. Yeah, moment of silence because we don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> <laughs> Norway, Italy, Germany, Canada, US, UK, and Australia. I've had a long, hard think about it, and I'm pretty sure they don't auto translate. No, it would just be Australia, like English. So they people. would have to understand English yeah. to be listening, which makes sense. It's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, that wasn't one of our goals for this podcast, and yet we seem to have achieved it. Mm. High five! So we are. <laughs> Well, <laughs> we podcast well. Apparently we're doing well. No, Kate has also brought up that we haven't actually described what wellness is. Because mm. yeah. I wanted to do a um, social media post on it. And I said, did we have a definition for wellness? We have like so many, but we hadn't decided on just one that we no. would we would promote. You know what I mean? And I don't think I could really explain it. Like it would be like someone asking me to describe the color yellow. I know. Wellness is just like everything yeah and that's why we've based our whole podcast around it there's no like one simple definition yeah so i had to refer to the dictionary oh what the dictionary have to say oh i'll find it for you i was gonna say i haven't actually picked up a dictionary in a very long time urban dictionary very different i've googled a dictionary lots you've googled a dictionary or the words within the dictionary (laughs) (laughs) mainly to learn how to spell so um Wellness is the act of practicing healthy habits on a daily basis to attain better physical and mental health outcomes. Yeah, that's what I would have said. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> that's the whole basis of... But there are so many little aspects to it. 
Yeah. That are not described in that one sentence definition. Yeah, that that's very much a blanket. And that's why we have nine episodes already. Woo, we Ooh. do. But today's episode, we are talking about goal setting because it's something that you kind of can't ignore when we discuss the journey of wellness because you have to be setting goals to know you're getting better. Well, you know, the last um, two months or so, I've been sp- – I'm going to go off on a tangent. We love tangent time. Yeah. <gasps> I've been struggling with my own goals. I'm kind of like – Struggling with the goals you've already set or struggling with – No, no, just I've set them, achieved them, I, looking for some new ones kind of thing. Yeah. But because I'm really, like, happy where I am, I found it really hard to find another goal. But oh. – so I was kind of, like, in limbo for a little while. But I recently made another goal and now I'm excited and super motivated. Isn't it weird how as soon as you said it yep. – Yeah. So important. It is. It I think that the um the whole idea of goal setting is you do – you have – it begins – the journey for you you see the end it's like okay when you set up yeah. to run that 100 meter race it's all good and well to be like i'm gonna run 100 meters and then you set up to that that starting line it's like i can see the end yeah yeah um well that's our thoughts on goal setting <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening <laughs> Bye. <laughs> no okay so you tell us about your new goals what you're willing to share of course well i always had a goal to move up to the sunshine coast but kind of um never really had like the specifics of that goal in place Mm -hmm. and now I've like really bogged down in the details about what I'm going to do and how I'm going to get there and so I'm really more motivated it was like it was like a dream more than a goal yeah there were no steps in place to actually achieve it and now that I have the appropriate steps that are like quite applicable and definitely doable I can be like okay I've got it and I'm gonna get there so it's a very rounded overall goal and now it's quite specific and I'm ready to go see I feel the same thing about the savings to buying a house Mm. always wanted to buy a house always wanted to save the money but was never achieving anything or getting anywhere close to it until I put those steps in place and Mm. that's something that we're going to talk about today is how to set those steps up because it's all good and well again to say I'm going to move to the Sunshine Coast but if you're then not doing anything it's like starting a business I'm going to have my own business that's great but what are you going to do to get there to be able to say I'm a business owner yeah um So that's pretty much how we're going to do it. We are going to go through a really simple way. There's so many different ways that you can set up goals. There's so many different pieces of information out there that can help you do that. So do have a look at what we're doing today, but also have a look at other various pieces of information because otherwise this one might not work for you and you might decide that that's it. You don't want to do any goal setting. (laughs) I have no goals. <laughs> Kate and Bree were wrong. Um, okay, so we're going to be using the SMART goals guide. And that's basically where you have the five different areas of creating a goal. But it is essentially just creating a good goal, not yep. necessarily implementing the steps to reach that goal. We're going to talk about that next. Yeah. So... One big thing that I do really want people to take away from this is that even though we're giving you a step-by-step, essentially, we're spelling it out with the word SMART, goal setting and working towards your goals, the journey in between, it's never linear. It's not going to be A, B, well, in this in this case, it's not going to be S-M-A-R-T. It could be S-R-M-S-M. <laughs> it could just go backwards and forwards because you're going to have to fix it along the way because circumstances change. Um, for me, I felt that when I was saving for the house because... I was renting and then 
I moved, so I was renting cheaper. And then I moved again, I'm renting cheaper again. So my everything changed. I went mm. from living far away from where I worked to sharing a house with people to living alone. And so you have to be able to account for that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and we mentioned that in our habits episode, I think. Environmental factors that influence your position. Yeah. It, it changes. It can change so quickly and so drastically. You have yeah. to learn to adapt really well. Yeah. And I think you have to learn to reflect because if you are sitting there going, why was it that I could put a hundred bucks a fortnight away mm. or a week away and now I can only afford to do 60, what happened? It's just consistency. No yeah. matter how small of a contribution you can make towards your goal. Staying consistent is like the biggest part of success. And yeah. that is so reflective. Do you know, and it's the hardest. It's oh, the hardest part. Of course. Willpower does not come in a jar. No, well, because you're emo- you get emotionally attached to it, to your goal, um, which we're going to teach you about how to do as well. And, you know, when it doesn't go quite the way you wanted it to or it's not mo- progressing as quickly as you want it to, yeah, it can get disheartening. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> I get that because we're feeling it. But consistency is really hard so we start with the basics so we're going to look at the word smart i you know when i say the word smart sorry tangent but um <laughs> i hear homer simpson's voice in my head <laughs> i am so smart. every time so if i stuff this up <laughs> that's thank you homer we just did a and now we're moving on to t attainable <laughs> <laughs> to timely um so the word smart gets broken down into five different areas and basically they're just to help you reflect on your goal. So the first one is S, it's a start of smart, is S for specific, which is essentially keeping your goal simple, knowing exactly what your goal is. You don't want your goal to be too broad or too vague. Otherwise, there is, how do you know whether you've achieved it? Exactly. Um, so... Things like the things you can break this down into is what is your goal? How often or how much? If this, you know, if it's a weight loss journey, you could be like, I want to get fit. Okay, but what does that actually look like? There has to be, it's okay to say I want to get fit, but how do you know when you're fit? Mm. What does that look like for you? Um, and have that written down somewhere or have a, have whatever you want to do to envision that. But, you know, you're never going to be able to buy a house if you're just like, I just, my goal is to buy a house. Well, okay, but do you have a price range? Like, is your goal a $200,000 house or is it a million dollar property? Like, what are you doing? Well, if I had a choice. (laughs) 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 $200,000. But I think that for me, one of my goals at the moment is to buy a house and I have my thermometer which I've talked about before my thermometer on my fridge and every time I get to color in when I put savings away which is awesome the other day I went one step further because I could I couldn't envision the house that I actually wanted so I went one step further and I started driving around and I was driving around uh, one of the towns that I've thought about living in Mm. and went into some different pockets I'd never been in and I started to see houses that I really want Mm. and so now I have a vision of what that house is going to look like so yeah. it's a bit more specific again and it re-motivates you once yeah. you start your goal. So keep it simple. Um, keep that in your head. Keep it simple, stupid. Really nut out what you want. What's it? And I think that that's one of the biggest things is people when they set goals. And I don't know if you get this, but I get it when people are working on their mental health. They just say they want to be better, but they don't know what that looks like. No. So have a... Have that in your brain to go, I know what it's going to look like. One day I'm going to be standing outside of, of a little house 
and I can picture it in my head now what that house is going to look like, what the land is going to look like. So I have a more achievable, a more specific goal, sorry. Yeah, I mean, specificity, specificity, there we go, got it, <laughs> can be <laughs> can be relatable in a measurable sense, which is the next part of the goal setting. The SMAT. <laughs> the SMAT. The M <laughs> of the SMAT. <laughs> M Basic. for measurable. Okay, so again, we're going on about the um, the thermometer. How are you going to measure your progress? Some people with weight loss, they will um, take progress pictures. Um, me saving, I do little coloring in. I really like doing bullet journals as well where I get to like... Oh, I like bullet journals. I love bullet journals. But <laughs> my God, they take a lot of work. They do. Which is great until I also forget about them and then I'm like, oh no, it doesn't look as pretty when I haven't filled it in. <laughs> So how are you going to measure your progress? So for me, having my little thermometer and colouring in and writing down how much is in that account, it just helps me see. I also write down, so I, I colour it and then I write down the amount that I've hit and then I write the date. So mm. I can see what months I've lulled, what months I've gone and worked really hard and I've been able to put extra money in there and I've been able to see that progress and track yeah. it a bit better. That's um, really cool. And like you said, it's not linear. So some months you're going to be oh God, no. more in tune with progress in your goal than others especially when you work in I mean I'm a part-time and then casual and then have my own business so the money is never set I don't have like a set paycheck each fortnight it changes so for me to be able to put away 200 one fortnight and then 600 the next Mm. you know I, I wouldn't be able to rely on that I couldn't rely on it to track it I'd have to track it the way I do it does that make sense yeah yeah I don't know. Do you, how do you measure it with your clients? Oh, so many different ways. So we have scalable and non-scalable measures when we're tracking progress in, you know, weight loss, muscle building, recomposition, overall strength building, everything. Mm -hmm. So we look at not only their measurable progress, like the scale measurement, their tape measurements, um, photos, um, how their clothes fit, that sort of thing. But we look at non-scale victories like sleep patterns, energy levels, mood, um, sex drive, all the things that influence their health mm-hmm. more than their composition as well. Yeah. Um, because like we said, um, like you said, progress isn't always linear. You might start a 12-week health journey and find that your sleep and clarity and focus improved, but you didn't get any composition results. And that's just because you might have been overstressed, you might have been yeah. um, not sleeping enough, things like that. So those are the aspects of progress that your body wants first yeah. and needs first before you can attain those composition goals that you initially came in with. That's right. And I think if your overall goal isn't very specific and it is just lose weight, then you won't see that as success. Exactly. So there's got to be more specifics to it. I want to mm. lose weight, but I also want to be sleeping better. I want to make better eating choices, like yeah. have those different ones down. Um, in saying that, the next step is to keep everything attainable, achievable. That's the A. We're not forgetting the A. Um, so whether you're, like your goal, your goal is designed to challenge you. You're not going to yeah. set a goal that you know you're going to hit. There's no point. Yeah. Um, I mean, you might. You might just be looking for that little, little ego confidence boost. It's like when you re-download <laughs> Tinder or Bumble and you just need the ego boost. Like, oh, they swipe me. I'm hot. I'm still hot. I still got it. <laughs> and delete that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every time. Every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies to anybody that I've started conversations with on dating apps <laughs> in the last year because I get to a point where I'm like, 
and I'm over it. It's purely <laughs> just for ego. <laughs> um, so make sure that even though your goal is a challenge, it's something you want to work towards, make sure that it's also something that's actually achievable so you're not setting yourself up to fail. You don't want to be, I don't know, trying to save $100,000 in a year if your income for that year is only 36000 Like, mm. is well, it achievable? It's setting yourself up for success more than um, avoiding failure. More, like, having the goal to buy a house, you know how much houses cost? So expensive. So that's quite a big daunting goal. And if you just put that up on your wall, on your vision board or wherever you put your goals, you're going to look at it and be like, that's not. I'm not going to be able to do that. So having like a realistic monthly savings yes. goal is, again, motivates you. It's more specific. Yeah. It's easily attainable. And it kind of keeps you from swimming in that anxiety around a massive goal. Yes. Um, if you start to think that you're, you're not going to hit your goal and you're going to fail, that's the point where you start rethinking. You start moving things around. You know, yeah. if I'm, I know that for me, I had in a certain time frame, I wanted to um, save an extra $10,000. It's not looking like it's going to happen, but that's just because work's lulled off and things have got busy and that's fine. So instead of sitting there at December and going, oh, I failed, I'm changing things to go, okay, well, I might not hit there, but what can I hit? Let's mm -hmm. look at this and then make it something more achievable. So when I do hit it, if I exceed it, or ma amazing. But if I don't, I'm not going to like hate on myself good yeah yeah awesome um the next one is realistic which is what we we i introduced the r because <laughs> in case you forgot <laughs> the faith the faith <laughs> not like i wrote this part of the punch <laughs> i would have forgot it <laughs> i feel like you looked at me too you were like please say there's an r in there <laughs> what does r stand for <laughs> um realistic so uh, that's that is along the same lines of attainable and achievable. Yeah, you're not gonna say I'm gonna um save ten thousand dollars in a month unless you're like Hugh Hefner. I don't think it's gonna work for you. No. Having a realistic goal um, based on your current lifestyle, current influencing factors, and mm -hmm. current like wellness too. You know, if you're one of your goal, one of your goals is to you know, make sure that you get eight hours of sleep every night, but you struggle with anxiety and some insomnia and things like that. Mm -hmm. It's not a realistic goal for you. Mm -hmm. Making those little progress goals initially and then building on those in following weeks and months is like the easiest way to get to that eight hours of sleep. So you might start off on five hours every night yeah, and then you grow into six hours the next month and then seven hours the following month and then you reach that eight hours yeah. it might take a few months it might take a year it might take however long as long and goals keeping it realistic changes all the time too like you said I might not reach that extra 10,000 that you want to save this year but changing the timeline of it to maintain your goal rather than just giving up is really really important that's where the consistency comes in that's right in the book that I was reading, the 5am club, you know, they obviously they spoke a lot about getting up at 5am and making it an immediate habit almost. But they did make a point to say, if you're not capable of doing 5am, you know, seven days a week, do five, give yourself weekends off. Mm. And it was such a, like a huge relief for me to read that because I don't get home till 9.30, 10 o'clock yeah. on a Monday night. So getting up at five is not really doable. It's going to set me up for failure on Tuesday. So I don't get up at 5 a.m. on Tuesday. 
Mm. I'll get up at six or seven. Still do the 20-20-20 method, but I'm not, I'm being compassionate and going, okay, Mm. I want to wake up at five every day. It's just not the best thing for me on this one day. Yeah. So just keeping it fresh in your mind to use those reflective tasks to go, okay, well, hang on. This isn't working. What do I need to do? What do I need to change? And then make those changes where you can. Yeah. I guess also being realistic, just accepting that there's going to be external factors as well. It's never going to go <laughs> your way. Go, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> the external factors is why I fail. <laughs> you know, when you look at the, we're both wanting to buy a house. Um, the idea of buying a house for our age group, being in our 20s, it's Near almost impossible. impossible. <laughs> so we're saying here, we're going to buy a house one day. And we keep saying it. We know it can be done, but it's really freaking hard. We're going to have to work our asses off, actually. Especially, like, I'm at the point now of looking at either, like, am I actually going to be able to afford a mortgage? Am I going to be able to find a bank that is going to look at my income and go, yeah, that's, it's not reliable because I don't make the same money every fortnight? you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's different if you've got a full-time job and you're in a salary and it like hits that every fortnight yeah. but when you're like us where we're in ever-changing incomes mm-hmm. you know especially in our own businesses where clients don't rebook or they cancel on you or things fluctuate you've got 10 clients a day one week and then three the next like yeah no bank is going to look at that and go yeah you're you're reliable that so we're is gonna a have really to big factor. It's I have sucks. heard so many of my friends, my PT friends say the same thing when they've tried to buy a house yeah. because, or, you know, friends that own their own business even, they say they don't want to give us a loan because we can't, ha- we don't have the consistency. Yeah. Can't show that I can eat. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <sighs> I find that crazy. Um, so the last one is the T, which <laughs> is the T, is timely. So do you have a way of measuring the timeline? That's really setting in on that. Um having that timeline set of going okay in three months I'm gonna lose this much weight or I'm going to be you know in three months time Mm. by Christmas I'm gonna be sleeping eight hours a night how how does that look when you break it down into days weeks whatever um it just ensures accountability sometimes it could be that you need to record it to be able to look back so whether it's I know our phones do it you can record your sleep on your phone um not 100% sure how that works and it kind of freaks me out a little bit mm. but it's like you're being watched when you're sleeping <laughs> <laughs> but having a way of tracking it to look into the time management side of it yeah does that make sense I feel like I rambled into a circle <laughs> I think the most important thing with time is again to be adaptable yeah with it uh, having a realistic goal or having an unrealistic goal in a short time frame is impossible you will lose motivation you will lose consistency because you know it can't be done yeah so and external factors coming in halfway through and messing up your progress or stopping your progress or whatever does affect your time management when it comes to goals so it's really important to be adaptable with that understand that it's never going to go exactly the way you want it to there's always going to be an outlining outlier factor um but adapting that timeline, adapting that realism and making sure that you still keep that goal and just change the time mm. will help you stay motivated and consistent anyway. Yeah. Move. So that is the SMART goals. That's all the, the five different 
when you're setting your goals, so when you are starting something new, a new journey, sit down, write those out, smart, specific, measurable, attainable or achievable, realistic and timely, and do a little write-up next to each one of going, okay, well, the specific goal is, how am I going to measure it? You know, what about this is achievable? Um, Is it realistic? Am I actually going to be able to achieve that? And what's the timeline to get this done by? Mm. Um, So moving on, we look at the long-term versus the short-term goals. So for us saving to buy a house and stuff, that's obviously a long-term goal. But a short-term goal has been, for me, has been changing my morning habits. Yeah. You know, um, you've got to, when you're looking at a goal of even like a fitness journey or a mental health journey, are you looking at it as a short-term goal? Are you wanting to get, drop crazy amounts of weight before Christmas? Are you looking at, you know, being able to handle your mental health better by, you know, three months down the track? Have a look at what it is. It can be long-term or short-term, but it's how you set up and how you make it measurable and how you keep it realistic that's going to define whether it needs to be a short or long-term. If you, for example, want to get fit by December and it's like us, it's October, Setting (laughs) when you're setting your goals, if you're putting down your timeline going, I'm going to lose this amount of weight by December 1st for that summer body, well, how much weight are you going to have to lose each week? And what does that look like? And is that a healthy option? Like ask those questions. You have to keep in mind that um, some goals just are not attainable in the short term. Mm. You know, you can achieve a measurable progress towards that goal. So say you wanted to lose 10 kilos by Christmas. To healthily do that, you would have to really work really hard, especially if you're a beginner and things like that. It wouldn't be extremely realistic yeah um but you can lose up to 10 kilos does that make sense so sort of change the specific part of their goal instead of i'm gonna lose 10 kilos i'm gonna lose up to 10 kilos you can achieve a spectrum of that yeah for yourself so when we create a timeline we're we're talking months days weeks with what we've been talking about today your timeline can be further than that you might have a five-year goal Mm. you might have a 10-year goal um, those ones are a little bit, I would say they're a little bit harder to keep track of cause they're so long. Like I think I'd forget. You re- I recommend, I recommend doing a five year goal, an annual goal, and then breaking it down into months. True. Um, because you never know what's going to happen within the week for a start. Oh my God. Especially for, you know, women with our cycle and things like that. We oh, the economy with COVID. And, yeah. <laughs> we have no idea like how each thing is going to happen week to week. There are some goals that you absolutely need to be consistent with every day. You cannot smash right at the end, you know. <laughs> you can't just like eat whatever you want. And I don't then know. I lost seven kilos in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it can be done. It can, but not in a healthy way. Not in a way. healthy way. <laughs> um, yeah, you can't eat what you want all week and then on Friday just smash out 12 hours at the gym and be like, I got it. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, Step aside. It it's leg and like arm that. day. <laughs> And, you know, you don't know what's going to happen in the week. It might influence the fact that you only do three training sessions instead of five. Right. But having an overall goal for the month is very achievable and it keeps you motivated yep. inside that bigger annual goal, inside that bigger five-year goal. Yeah. Having a five-year goal, you wouldn't have specifics because you can't plan specifics really that well. I mean, you can try, but you can't plan them that far ahead. Yeah. Um, that's more of a value or a want or, you know, it's a goal, but breaking it down further into annual 
which is still, you can't really be too specific on that. No. Monthly is where it's at. I would personally. say monthly is where it's at too because I, th- I will sit down at the start of every month and do my planner. Yeah. And my planner always has like a to-do list and like mm-hmm. a to vest list and all of that. Um, my biggest tip if you're trying to create a timeline is to make it a visual thing. So sit down. It doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be artistic. It could just be, okay, there's 31 days in October. There's four weeks at every, like, you know, every week I want to say I've walked 10Ks within the week mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Um. It also helps you sit down and look at what's coming up for you in the month. You know, whether you've got parties, whether you've got events, works picked up, whatever it is. So you can sit and go, okay, well, this week I can do three workouts in the week. But yeah. next week I only have time for two. Yeah. Um, again, just being compassionate on yourself. I think it takes the anxiety away from it as well. You oh, know, yeah. Because you're like, I don't know what's going to happen and I don't know where I'm going. And at least if you've got like a basic structure under your belt. Um, because, you know, if you had a goal to lose 10 kilos but no plan, you would be stressing about how to do it and, and I'd be stressed about when, it not happening. Yeah, and you like go, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. But if you kind of make it a habit, so you go, okay, I know I need to lose 10 kilos. One of the things I can do is go for a walk every single day. Yeah. And then you just make that a habit. That takes the stress away, takes the focus off that overall goal. That's right. Um, especially if you're not measuring it every day too. Yeah. You know, if you go, I've got 10 kilos to lose. If you measured it every day and went fluctuated 500 grams every day on the scale, then you're going to get disheartened, lose yeah. motivation, that sort of thing. Whereas if you just said, I'm going to walk every day, keep that my focus, and then at the end of the month, weighed yourself, you might have a better result and a better outcome and more motivation leading into the next month. I think you'd have a better mindset about it too. Absolutely. When you don't achieve your goal, but the focus of the month wasn't to achieve it, it was to achieve the smaller bits. Is achieve the habit of walking. You have something to celebrate at the end of it. Yeah. Um, My other tip, I'm just going to throw this out there, was reaching out for help. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, with progress shots, we see it all the time with gym buddies. Mental health's a little bit harder because you can't take those photos of your brain. Um, but you can do it in another way. There's been, um, there was, oh God, I don't remember what side it was on now. But this guy took a photo of himself every day before therapy and then after therapy for six months. Yeah. After every session. And he could visibly see how dark his skin looked and then how much lighter he looked after therapy. And each day, each picture got brighter. So even though his before shots were getting brighter and lighter, his after shots were glowing more as well. Wow. Because he was naturally getting happier. And so he did it that way, but have and he was posting that. Yeah. So he was able to show, hey, like therapy might not fix all your problems, but look at what it does for you on the outset. Yeah. Um, having, you know, someone that you can just check in with, um, whether it's, you know, I I don't like to share my money around with other people. Um, so I, I usually will celebrate when I hit a goal with my parents. Mm. I've just been like, look, yeah. I hit this much. That's so cool. Um, but I don't really do that with friends. I don't think that's... You do that with me. I love hearing about it. Because it, it's not about the money. It's about the goal. It's about the goal, right? Yeah. yeah. So reach out for help. Create support networks. Find if you're going to, like, with Boss Squad, they've got the Boss Squad babes. So Boss Babes, there's a community you can join there. Um, that's an awesome way of just, it's just about accountability is what I'm trying to get at. We've got a female community in there. They're reaching out for, um, 
yeah, community mm. help and community support, like everyone sort of lifting it up each other. And, you know, how nice is it when you actually reach that goal yeah. and then go and tell someone and they feel good for you. Right. And it's like, it's really rewarding in that way. Yeah. So I totally agree with that tip. Yeah. Um, On to the tips. <laughs> um, the next part, we're talking about more tips. Yeah, we're basically just going to throw a whole bunch of tips at you to wrap this up, which is I'm ready. Okay. So (laughs) this is something that I was doing with my friend recently. My friend and I sat down on a Saturday and did our annual goals for next year. I'm sorry, but can we just pause and just reflect on what we do on Saturday nights now? You do goal planning with your friends. My friend and I walked for 8Ks last night. I know. How cool is that? I need to do that. We walked past an old club that we used to Do you remember to. where? Yeah, I was just about to say, do you remember when we were at home smoking weed on a Saturday <laughs> night? <laughs> Although i got to admit, when I got to her house because of the area she lives in, I literally said, if I wanted to get high, I'd just have to stand out by your neighbours because <laughs> it was so strong. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> and now we're setting goals. Woohoo! We're setting goals and going for long walks. <laughs> See? I'm just a puppy. Just take me for a long walk and I'm good. <laughs> I has dog. <laughs> I has dog. I didn't even take my dog. Uh-oh. Anyway. <laughs> Don't tell her to say That's that. That's probably why well. she's not talking to me today. <laughs> Fine. Um no, so one of the when I sat down with my girlfriend to do this, one of the biggest things we did as part of that goal setting is defining our values mm-hmm. and introducing them into our goal. Because that sort of puts the emotion behind it, puts your driving force behind it. We're all driven by our own values and morals. Yes. Um so the first part about creating the stepping stones for your goal, I would say, is defining your values. It'll help you to determine what drives you. They are the base of everything we do mm-hmm. every day. So if anything's going to drive you intrinsically, it's that. From there, figure out your wants versus needs. And so figuring That's a out tough one. Oh, it can mate, be I know. so tough. I do really need Zac Efron in my life. Like <laughs> That's a need. <laughs> That's definitely a need. And also chocolate. a want. <laughs> um, figuring out your wants versus needs can be quite confronting too. It's like I really don't need to drink a carton every weekend. I could save that money for the house. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to drink a carton every weekend. <laughs> it's a bad example. <laughs> clarify well no, don't no, no. drink a carton every weekend <laughs> i drink a bottle of wine maybe i was gonna say your wants and your needs so if you want to keep it simple a need is to have a roof over your head so you need to be able to afford rent mm. a want is to be able to sit at home what net watch watch netflix every weekend that's a want you mm. want to be able to have that netflix account but you don't need it necessarily not all people i should say yes but i mean that like the, it is a need I would say it's a need to get out and socialize as well. Correct. You know, go and have time with friends but and things like that. So it's a want to want to go out and spend money. Yes, exactly. It's, you know, so like me, for example, I spent two hours with my friend last night, but we were just walking. Yeah. That was a need because we yeah. both needed it, but we didn't, you know, the want was going for the $30 sushi beforehand. It was. So it's important to define yep. the realms of the, between those. Helps you prioritize things. Thank you. Maintain focus. <laughs> like it helps you prioritize. You're like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> it does definitely help you figure out what comes first. So then from there, we want to align our values with our goal. So this creates that unwavering drive towards your goal. Mm-hmm. Once you've got the goal, then you can marry up your values. Like, so for example, um, where can I put my values inside this goal? And that way it will help you sort of 
maintain consistency and stay motivated because it's your values, you know? The next one is huge one for me it's creating a vision board or a visual goal if I can sit down and really dedicate some time and some energy into creating what it's going to look like I'm more likely to achieve it we should do that together because I haven't done that yet I'm such a creative soul anyway but I have actually considered holding a day of doing vision boards Mm. of just I the only problem is I find with it is that like magazines can be really hard to come by and I used to make all of my vision boards with magazines well you know what you could probably do it on your tablet now on like the notepad thing yeah. you could do a drawing and then take a picture from the internet I could but I think that would really kill my creative side because I like the cutting and the gluing and the oh okay I think I need to be more hands-on but <laughs> either way for you it would work on a tablet for me I need the vi- like the stuff there but either way honestly what Kate's saying is perfect get your friends together and just create a vision board for the month of October or for the month of November have it as a girls night or have it as um, you know get all the boys together and have that night where you all just sit around and talk talk mm. it out because even just mentally creating that vision is going is that one step closer well, you're putting it out into the universe too when you say it out mm-hmm. loud and, you know, when you really have that driving force behind you, yeah. it's going to be easy for you to create that board, put it up somewhere where you see it and mm-hmm. walk past it every day and be like, oh, I want to have a nap. And you're like, well, actually, I, I want to beat yeah. my time on my 5K run, so I better go and do that instead, yeah. you know? I think that so many people let that bit go. I know for me, we're saving a house. I was saying earlier, because I couldn't picture the house anymore because my idea changed my drive to put money aside and like really color it in also faded. But now that I've found houses that look like what I want and I know it's achievable again because I've seen it, I'm back to being a bit more motivated to do that little bit of coloring in. Um, One tip with a vision board. If you are creating a vision board, please try to refrain from using any negative words. So if you're going to put words on there, like, you know, I don't want to be broke or, um, Anything where it's like not or don't or can't. Mm. When you put Switch those words financial out. Financial stability. Yeah. Well, when yeah. you put those words out into the universe, that's what it hears. Mm. So if instead of saying, you know, I don't, I don't want to be fat anymore, make it as I want to be happy with my body. Mm. You Comfortable. know, make it more positive. You will see change a lot quicker. Love it. Um, the next one is to stagger it. Don't lump all your goals at once. Because no one likes to be overwhelmed. Well, that that goes back to episode five. We were talking about the power of a good routine. Introduce one thing at a time. Yes. So if you want to improve sleep, clarity and focus, uh, mood and then sex drive, they all mm-hmm. kind of like work hand in hand. But start with sleep. Yes. Then increase your clarity and focus. Then add those extra yeah. little goals on. But one thing at a time, please. <laughs> <laughs> Can everyone just settle down? Everyone, with goals? everyone goes too hard, too fast, but and they, they do, over. and they crash and burn. Yeah, they do. Um, it takes it takes time to create a new habit. It takes mm. time to work towards something. You're not going to hit a goal within a day. You might, you might, but you're still going to have time to get there. You know, yeah. you might set a 15 minute timer because you want to get your kitchen clean in 15 minutes. That's a short goal, mm. and that might work, but you still have to allow for the fact there's 15 minutes in there to actually do it. Yeah. So, you know, again, be com- you're not going to set your 15-minute timer and then decide that on the side of that you're going to make brownies in mm. that same time frame because mm. that's just going to stagger that goal and the cleaning's not going to get done. So be mindful of that and make sure that when you are staggering your goals, because you will eventually start to stack them up, that you're going, okay, I've been doing this for a month. It's pretty much routine. I'm getting there. I'm feeling good about it. I can now add the next thing. Yeah. 
yeah. And what I've been saying this whole damn time, please be compassionate on yourself, guys, because it's so easy to hate on ourselves. We are our biggest critics. You are the only person that is going to hate on your failures as much as anyone. Like no one else is going to hate on that as much as you. So take the time to go, okay, it didn't work this this month. I Mm. didn't hit my client load this month. I didn't, you know, I didn't pull in as much income this month. Well, failure is necessary for self-reflection. So you need to have those little failures along the way into reaching your bigger goal. Exactly. Not trying at all is a failure in itself. Yeah. So be compassionate. Take the time to reflect on what obstacles are coming up, what's not working, what is working, um, and take it on from there. The second last tip is to reward yourself. So when you do have a week of really good, maybe healthy eating, maybe you've been hitting all of your wellness goals and you feel really on track, let yourself have some time away from that. So whether it's a rest night, I know that after a long week, I will give myself a night where I just don't answer my phone and I just do a self-care night. And it's my way of letting my body know and letting my mind know that, hey, we did good. Mm-hmm. We didn't punch anyone this week. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and then I eat chocolate. So <laughs> reward yourself and reward yourself in any way. It might be that you give yourself the day off and you go and, you know, head up to the beach on your own. It might be that you set up a day where you go hang out with your friends or you set up a night to go dancing, those sorts of things. Reward yourself. Um, and reward the small goals, the little things. And that will help you stay accountable along the way too. You know, you go, I have to eat healthy all week so I can have my cheat meal on the weekend. Oh my God, what a goal. Just like a picture of a zinger box at the end of the week. <laughs> That's not my thing, but yeah, sushi. <laughs> <laughs> Sushi's cool. Sushi's my healthy option. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but that's um, that's all that's about that goal setting. That. <laughs> that's all that on that. Um, so we went through how, you know, how to create a realistic attainable goal um, within a timeline an appropriate timeline and then break that down into short-term goals that you can achieve and reaching out for your support network to help you achieve those little shorter goals along the way and then celebrating success through them as well Mm -hmm. Um, then we looked at uh, tips on tricks on how to set up the stepping stones into reaching your goal including like defining your values and things like that to really help keep you motivated um be sure to I wanna I wanna harp on be sure to rewarding yourself because it's just so so important and we do that in work as well with all my clients. I say, you know, you need to reward yourself, you need to go and tell your friends and family all your success because it's bigger than yeah. just you. You yeah. know, it influences so much. Um so that's it guys. That's the tips and tricks on how to set up a goal, set up the stepping stones to reach that goal. Awesome. And we'll see you guys next week for our live episode. That's next week. I remember because so I did exciting. put that on our um, post schedule, our live episode. <gasps> I don't know how it's going to happen or what it's going to look like or how anything's going to work. We've got to um, bring the backdrop and the lights. Yeah, we're going to. Ha- yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. No. Um, Anyone else hear the panic? <laughs> so <laughs> you, <laughs> you have our social media platforms. Yeah. Please DM us on those. If you have any uh, questions, mm-hmm. funny stories, anything that you want to hear us chat about. Yes. Reach out to us on there send us an email send us a message whatever yeah um we want to hear from you guys it's a live episode it'll be streaming on facebook yeah so if you're not following us on facebook already jump on follow 
um, click the little link to say when we're upcoming new posts. Yeah. We get, you get a, like a little alert yeah. so that as soon as we go live, you'll be ready. It's just a sit down and chat. We're going to have a little bit of a giggle, grab a glass of wine, get into some comfy pants, sit on the floor with your girlfriends and just uh, listen, uh, watch on the Facebook Live. Yeah. Ask questions through Facebook Live. Um ask questions beforehand we'll have like a stack of questions sitting there Mm. ready to go we'll have questions coming through we just want to like especially our international people um it'll be 7 p.m we have questions for you (laughs) we yeah i would love that to Mm. be able to be like you know hey from germany or hey from the uk fred mate Jump on our live. <laughs> we know he who did, you are. He did message me this morning. He's like, I'm obsessed with your podcast. I'm so, oh, I love it so much. Bless. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> number one fan. I know. He's a blessing. He's, we're his number one fan. Apparently. <laughs> because he likes us. <laughs> <laughs> Wellness. <laughs> we like it. Um, no, but thank you again all for listening. We cannot wait to hear from you in our live. Bye.